morning and happy Thursday. I am back to continue in the book review of T.D. Jake's uh, latest book called Crushing. If you don't know who I am, I am the single mom of purpose over on Instagram. On Facebook, I am Tamara Purpose Driven, but my government name is Tamara McCarthy. And you can find my website at www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. So again, we are in the book of Crushing by T.D. Jakes. We are in chapter 10. Chapter 10 is titled Out of the Tomb and Into the Bottle. I'm going to share some things out of the book and then I'll be giving you guys uh, my own thoughts as well. Uh, so we're going to start out by, um, I'm going to start out by reading the quote that begins the chapter and it says, one can choose to go back towards safety or forward ter- toward growth. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. And that is a quote by Abraham Maslow. Um, when I read that quote, um, you know, I just put my own thoughts, you know, what comes to me. So I wrote this. Many will retreat back to what they know due to the unknown. But this is where faith should kick in. Okay. And then I got um, a scripture that I want to share with you guys as well. And it's out of Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20 and it says this see i have set before you today life and good death and evil and that i command you today to love the lord your god to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments his statues and his judgments that you may live and multiply and the lord your god will bless you in the land which you go to possess But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You should not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give them. Okay, and getting that is out of Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 through 20. So going back into the book, I'll be sharing some other things as well. Um, But just want to touch on something really briefly. Okay, this is a thing. Um, Crushing is not going to be a good feeling, okay? Because I know I probably said this in the previous (laughs) uh, episodes, previous podcasts, but it's something that needs to continue to be said because our crushing is not going to be a one or two day thing. Some of us are going to go through months of it, years of it. Okay. So it's, you have to know that it's not going to be a good time. It's not going to be a good feeling. Okay. Because if you are, uh, getting things that are removed, there's stuff that has to be taken away. There has to be stuff that is broken off. It's going to hurt. But we have to um, have faith and trust in our Heavenly Father that He knows what's best, 
okay we as humans we think we know uh, what's best we know um, if this thing is going to work out better than this thing we don't know the other side of it only God knows that okay we can't see ahead of ourselves and know that okay this is going to be uh, like this or this is going to be like that God knows that so you know that's why we have to trust to believe in him because he can see the things that we can't see okay so if he is doing this it's for a reason it's for your good um, because um, the chapter uh, chapter 10 it referenced um, Jesus being on the cross and how yes he did die but guess what on the third day he rose okay so obviously your crushing is not set up to take you out okay so this is why you can't retreat back into your old life you can't retreat back to the things that you used to do okay so God is trying to remove all of that old stuff off of you okay so he can take you into something new okay so I just wanted to share that um let me see back into the book um t jakes was sharing about a time in his life when um his wife was having a really bad pain and she required surgery and but there was a particular um event that was coming up it was actually their son's graduation that she did not want to miss and if she would have got the surgery at that particular time she would have had missed the graduation so she endured the pain so she was able to see her son walk across the stage um and then once she they left from the, the graduation she got the surgery done and then she went through her recovery process Okay, so I'll uh, share that a little bit so I can get to the point where I want to uh, share this with you guys. So it says, you see, all pain is not the same. The pain that led to the surgery seemed to have no purpose, only to warn of imminent danger and ultimate death. The pain after surgery, however, provided a different message, communicating the restoration of her body as she healed. Recovery can be painful. Fermentation takes time. And then moving new wine from the vat into the bottle also requires time. So does moving from the cross to the empty tomb. Okay, so everything is not going to feel good. Okay, there are some things in life that we experience that you, you get this good feeling. Crushing is not one of those. Okay, when you're getting through your um, like final steps of crushing, it's going to start feeling a little bit different. Okay, it's not going to be painful the whole time, but this is this is why we have to keep going through. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know exactly what God is going to be doing, but we have to trust and believe that he's taking us to a better place. Okay, and I think I'll share this now um, after I say that. So um, I haven't always resided in Central Florida. Okay, before I came here. I lived in South Florida. I was in South Florida for 15 years, okay? Um, was the whole 15 years awesome and amazing? No, okay? But the time before I, um, about a year or two before I decided to come to Central Florida, it was pretty good, okay? It was pretty good. Um, the last year that I was there, I was not working. I decided to, um, you know, stop working for that year. I wanted to... Uh, be involved in full-time ministry so I was in leadership uh, at my church at the time and um, there was a they had a 
like a human services department. So I was basically volunteering my time that whole year just to assist them and do things that I love to do. Okay, so I was pretty happy at the time. My bills were still getting paid. My kids were still good. You know, there was no problems, no issues. Okay, and um, I had, I was able to control my time. You know, when you're working for a, a, a company, you're working a regular nine to five job, they are to, um, telling you what you can do with those eight hours. Okay, you're going to be sitting here at your desk. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. I didn't have to be experiencing that. I could get up at whatever time I wanted to get up. I could go into the office whatever time I wanted to. The office um, where I was at, they opened like 8 or 9 o'clock. If I wanted to tell them, okay, I'm not going to come until after lunch, they were cool because I was volunteering my time. That I was not getting paid. I was coming in to help them. Okay, so I had um, control of what I wanted to do in my days. So I was good. Bills was paid. I tell you again, bills were paid. Didn't have no issues. Okay. So when um, my daughter, she had got a full ride to uh, UCF. Uh, she decided when she was uh, graduating that she was not going to be coming back to South Florida. And that's my, my first child, my only girl. And I, you know, before I prayed about it, I told her, I said, we're coming up there. Okay. There's no way me as your mother, I'm going to let you uh, be in a place by yourself. Um, you're going to have to figure out where you're going to be living at. You're going to have to figure out um, how you're going to be getting back and forth to work because she had already had a job lined up before she got out of school. So, you know, me as a parent, I'm like, I need to do what I have to do to help my child. Okay. Once I told her that when I got off the phone with her, I prayed about it. Okay. I prayed because at that point in my life, I was praying about everything. If I made a, any kind of decision, I was going to God with, you know, what I had decided to do and see if it was in his will, if that's something that he wanted me to do. Okay. So when I prayed about that, you know, this is what I was told, go ahead. You can go because I'm, that's where, uh, I'm taking you into your land of milk and honey. Okay. So if you read the Bible, you know what that means. Okay. I'm getting to a better place. Even though I was in a good place already, okay, there was something better ahead that God had for me. But let me tell you, I went up to Central Florida without a job, okay? Now, I told you, my daughter, she had a job already lined up, but she had been up here. She was in school, and she was uh, doing a lot of internships while she was in school, so she already had a job lined up. That was her uh, stuff. That was not mine, okay? I was not going to be coming up here and say, okay, you're going to pay out a bill. That's not me. So, but I still came up. I came up. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get up there because I know my resume. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty cool chick. I, you know, I got some experience under my belt. I got some education. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to get me a job real easy. Okay. Did not work out like that. Okay. The place that we were living in, again, I didn't have uh, a job. So we had to take something just to be getting something. So we have somewhere to live at. It was a complete dump, a complete dump. Okay. I would not want to go back to that place. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I would not want to go back to that place. Um, but this was part of my crushing time, okay? Like I told you, I was good. I left uh, from a good place, okay, to come somewhere I had knew, knew nothing about. I didn't have a job. I didn't know. Um, I didn't have an idea of how long it was going to take for me to get a job. I didn't know if the money I had was going to, to stretch and be able to do everything because I, I had no knowledge of anything. 
okay i was just assuming and i had faith and i was believing in god i said look okay i don't know where we're gonna be going to i don't know what's gonna be going down but i'm going okay number one because of my daughter and number two because i believe god and i know he was going to provide okay but there was a, a a long time we had to go through different things okay it was not a good time uh the place we were living in was you know a dump the people that uh we had to deal with while we lived there it was it was horrible it was horrible okay um but guess what we got through it okay so we went through that process it took me six months to get a job six months to get a job okay was it an awesome job no but it paid the bills okay and then there was times throughout those we were in, we've been up here what seven years okay through those years i had other crushing seasons okay constantly um having to find work you know because i could never find nothing that was going to be permanent that was going to be uh pay me a uh a wage or a salary that I believed that, you know, I should be getting with the experience and the education I had never, but I still believe God. I still have faith in God. I never turned back. I was not going to be like, okay, I'm going to go back to South Florida because I was good down there. Let me go back to a place that I know I was okay at, that I know I was prospering in. I stayed here. Okay. I stayed here, even though I didn't know how long it was going to take, even though I didn't know how long I was going to be back and forth, you know, looking for work and getting a job and having to look for something else and just not knowing. But let me tell you this, okay? Came up here, no job, living in a dump, okay? Back and forth looking for work, trying to, you know, stay on my feet and keep my kids right and just doing whatever I had to do, okay? Six years in, what happens? We are blessed with our own house, okay? All those years of living in apartments and dumps and just dealing with all of that foolishness and all of that stuff, God is faithful, okay? He worked it out for our good, even though the beginning looked crazy, okay? The beginning was like, okay, what did I do? What did I come up here for, okay? Is this what I came up here for? Six years in. We have our own house, okay? We don't have to deal with all the foolishness that we have to deal with in apartments, okay? We can pull into our own driveway. We ain't got to be pulling into a parking space and make sure our, our apartment number is on there and worrying about we, we get there and somebody else is parked in there. We got to park somewhere else. We don't have to deal with any of that stuff, okay? And I did not retreat. I did not go back. I continued forward. I went through those crushing seasons. I went through them crushing moments, okay? Was it all peaches and cream? No, it was not. But I believe God. I trust God, okay? I know he is going to work it out for my good. So yes, you're going to go through some times when it doesn't look good, when it doesn't feel good, okay? You're going to have to deal with some things that you don't want to deal with, but you have to push forward, okay? You have to believe in God, okay? You have to. It's the only way you're going to get through these crushing seasons, okay? He has something better for you on the, on the other side of it. 
So you have to make the decision between life and death. Remember Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20. You have to make the choice. Okay, he's already laid it out. He's already told you what he's going to do. Why would God lie to you? Why would he tell you something that is not going to be done? Okay, I believed him when he said that he was going to take me into my land of milk and honey. Okay, I believed him and I'm seeing it now. When I was in South Florida, I was not writing books. I was not doing podcasts. I was not being able to speak at conferences. I wasn't able to do any of that stuff. It wasn't even on my radar. Okay. I would not had even thought about any of this stuff. None of this started until I came to Central Florida. Okay. None of this didn't start until then. So if you think that God is going to tell you something and it's not going to happen, then I I, I beg you, I urge you to think again. Okay, if he tells you something, he tells you to do something. If he tells you that he got your back, believe him. Okay, believe him. Don't let the naysayers get in your ear. The naysayers can't do nothing for you but stop you, but block you. Okay, why would you give someone else that power when God has all the power in his hands? He can do whatever he says he's going to do. Okay, so let's get back into the book. Um, okay, so out of the book, it says, I have never known anyone who was incredibly successful who did not have some dark, shameful, horrific place through which they had endured and suffered and agonized filled with frightful anxiety that they may not survive and then eventually slowly and gradually through tenacity and divine intervention and support from others they too showed themselves to be alive when jesus arose from the dead it was a woman who first saw the burial shroud crumbled like a sleeper's discarded blankets from the one who had awakened from death back into life these women were the first not because they were so filled with faith and that they expected to find such a great sight. No, they had come to their beloved master's tomb out of loyalty to decorate the stench with incense and myrrh. But their loyalty and devotion intrigued me. They expressed no disappointment about placement, position, or politics. They refused to complain about the vulnerable investment in this spiritual venture that now seemed to mock them from the cross. No, these women remain loyal to what he used to be, not expecting anything else but to protect his image from passerby to afford one last act of love and respect to Jesus of Nazareth. I cannot help but wonder if perhaps the cross reminds us that without crushing there is no wine, without crucifixion there is no crown, without pain no power, without suffering no success. He showed himself alive for 40 days with many infallible proofs, not to convince a world that had already made up its mind, not to persuade the Romans who thought they had resolved the problem, but to indelibly brand his flock with this powerful, profound point that crushing is not the end. Jesus showed himself to be alive because it's important for people to see that there is something on the other side of poverty shame disgrace suffering and death you see it would not have been enough for him to be rest you see 
It would not have been enough for him to be resurrected if there were no witnesses. They had to see the tomb was empty. After all, you and I share in our own personal pains and crises and dilemmas and say we are believers. But what is it to believe if we do not believe that there is something beyond the pain that we may feel at this moment? What is the point? We must see the living, risen Christ for ourselves. Okay, and I believe that is all I wanted to share out of the book. Um, now let me just finish this. I'll share this part as well. So it says, it's time to stop living in the past. It's time to leave your tomb behind. It's time to taste the new wine God is producing in your life. Okay, and that is chapter 10 of the book Crushing by T. Jakes, Out of the Tomb and Into the Bottle. Okay, um, you have a choice. You have a choice. You are either going to go through your crushing season or you're going to retreat. You're either going to choose life or you're going to choose death. That's the thing about God. That's the thing about him that I does I love so much. He gives us a choice. Okay? The enemy doesn't give you a choice. The enemy is is his way or no way. Okay? You're either going to be um, sinful, going to be either be doing um, everything of, of um, uh, what do I want to say? You're either going to be going against the Bible or, you know, so God gives you a choice. Life or death. Okay? It's plain and simple. He gives you a choice. You are, you have the opportunity to choose. Okay? And some people, they, they take, they, they take their time in choosing. We don't know. None of us know how much time we have on this earth. None of us know how much time we have. Okay, so it's like you're playing with fire. It's like, okay, I, I, I can continue to do this stuff until this time. You don't know if you have that time. None of us know. You know, you. I know you got to hear about people like, oh, he's coming back at this time. You know, when the 2000s came, they say, oh, it's going to happen here. You know, hide your money and do this and do that, all this crazy stuff. It's like, how, who are they? Who are they to know? <laughs> When God is going to come back. How do you know this? How do you get this inside connection? Okay. So we have a choice. Okay. We have a choice. Let me tell you. My choice. I have chosen life. Okay. I have chosen to live the life that God wants for me. If he has to crush me, crush me. Okay. Whatever that is in me. That is not of him. I want it gone. I want it removed. I want it burned off, taken off, broken off. Whatever he got to do, take it away. Take it away. Okay? I've lived the, uh, the opposite of what God says. I've lived that. Okay? I don't want it anymore. There's no way I'm going to retreat. I'm not going to be like Lot's wife looking back like, oh, I missed it. No, I'm good. Okay? I want the good life that God says he has for me. Okay? I want that. Now, let me tell you, when I started writing books, I did not want my business out there. I was like, Lord, why? Why do I got to do this? Okay? 
that was part of my crushing season. I had to get out all that stuff. Everything that had happened to me, everything that I had done, I had to get that stuff off of me. Okay? That was like my therapy. I didn't need to go to a therapist. Okay? Me writing my books, that was me telling my stories. Okay? Some of us have a story. I had stories. Okay? I had to get that stuff out. How can I advance if I'm holding on to old stuff? Okay? How can I have that new wine if I have old wine that's still within me? Okay? That stuff had to come out. It had to come out. Okay? And when it came out, when I got rid of it, when I got released from all that stuff, guess what? The enemy couldn't whisper in my ear no more. He couldn't tell me all the bad stuff that I had did anymore. Okay? You know you want to do this. You know you want to do that. He can't come at me with that no more. It's gone. It's been put out there. Okay? There's nothing else he can hold over my head. Oh, you think you're going to be able to go up in these rooms with these people like this? Or what if they knew this? You can't come at me like that anymore. Okay? It's been out there. It's put out there. If you read my books, then you'll see. Okay? I don't care anymore. Because that's the old Tamara. This is a new me. Okay? I want to walk into my land of milk and honey. That's what I want. God says that's what he's doing for me. I'm coming, daddy. I want that. Okay? I don't want that old stuff anymore. Yes, when I was in South Florida, I was good. Okay? I was good. I had to come up here. I had to go through some crushing seasons. I had to go through living in some dumps. Okay? Not having the money I was used to having. But guess what? There was something more that God had for me on the other side. And all I had to do was walk into it. That's all I had to do was walk into it. Some of us, we get so scared because, oh, it hurts too bad. Oh, but, you know, I'm used to having this and now I don't have that. I need to go back over here. No. Okay? Because it's something better. Okay? All money ain't good money. Okay? You, you, you're going to go through some times where you don't have what you used to have. Okay? It's just going to be that way. God wants to see that he can take you into something different and you're going to be okay with that. You're going to be okay with the process. You're going to lose some stuff. I'm going to tell you now, you're going to lose some stuff. Okay? But guess what? God always has something better. Always has something better. I did not know coming up here that we would be homeowners. I did not know that. Okay? Didn't know. When we left from South Florida, we was coming out of a house. We was renting it, but still, we had lived in houses the whole time we were in South Florida. And to come up here and live in apartments, oh my goodness. It was not a good feeling. I, I felt um, closed in, boxed in. And this was like too small for me. The, the kitchens we were in, the rooms that we was in, I was like, okay, this this cannot be. <laughs> this cannot be what I'm, where I'm at. Like, I was down here with this and I'm up here with that. But guess what? I stayed faithful. I stayed through the process. And guess what? We have our own house. We have space. I could walk around. I could run around. Okay. In those apartments, I couldn't praise God the way I wanted to. Because I had people below me that would complain. Like, oh, they're up there making noise. Even when we wasn't making noises, people was complaining. Okay. The devil don't want you to go into your land of milk and honey. The devil don't want you to go into uh, them new places, the uh, new territory that God has for you. Cause so he's going to make stuff harder. Okay. God is going to crush you, but the enemy's going to come in there and crush you even more because he wants you to retreat. He wants you to go back. Okay. Because he had control of you then. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Okay, you're going to have to make the choice between life and death. You're going to be crushed. Because either way, you're going to be crushed because if you are called by God, if he has called you by your name, he has given you assignments. Okay, if he has told you where he's trying to take you to. And then you got uh, your enemy right up in there because he don't want you to go there. So he's going to try to turn around, you know, try to make it seem like God don't know what he's talking about. Okay, but you have to be strong. You have to be determined. Okay, you have to get your faith up. You have to make a decision. Okay, and is it all peaches and creams now? Now that we, I got through my deck, those crushing seasons? No, because there's still other stuff. There's still other places. There's still new territory. Okay, that God has to take me to. So I, but I know this. I know the process. Okay, I know what I'm going to have to endure. And guess what? I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. I don't like pain, but I'm ready. I am ready. Okay, because I am a willing vessel. Willing vessel. Okay, I've seen what God can do. Okay, so I am all in. I'm all in. The question is, are you? Okay, do you want more for your life? Do you want to see what God has for you? Okay, because if the answer is yes, you will be crushed. Okay, you have to stay strong. Okay, just like I shared with you out of the book, you know, T.D. J's wife, she had was going through a, a, a painful time in her life where she required surgery to release that pain. But she endured it because she wanted to see her son walk across that stage. Okay, she endured that pain. So you have to make the decision. Are you going to endure that pain to get to your other side? You have a choice. Okay. And that is it for me today. I thank you guys so much for listening to uh, the past episodes and the current ones. And just, you know, just sharing your feedback and just being um, just so awesome and amazing. I really appreciate you guys. And again, this is not something that I would have even thought of dreamed of or imagined okay let me tell you this is all god this is all god okay i would have never thought that i would be doing these podcasts i would have never thought that i would have been a uh, published author of 19 books i would have never thought that i would have been writing a blog that is international i have people from all across the world reading my um uh, blogs i have two series uh spiritual sundays and kingdom gals Okay, and there's more stuff that he's pouring into me to get out there. So I am just so appreciative to everyone that takes the time out of your day to listen to these podcasts and um, read my books and read my um, blog posts and share them with other people. I am just so appreciative to, of that. Okay, so have an awesome day. Have an amazing weekend. I will be back um, sharing again. If it's not out of the book, then it'll be something else that I'm doing. You know, uh, if I do uh, my blogs this weekend, you know, I'm going to come on and do them on a podcast as well. So people who don't read the blog, you'll be able to still listen to what I wrote. Okay, so be blessed, everyone.